Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to the Moments Podcast. This is probably going to be a short and sweet episode because it was such a last minute idea to record this episode. I had just randomly posted on my Instagram story and I was like, oh, I hate how I'm always in competition with myself. And then I just really started thinking about it because that all came about when I was looking in the mirror this morning, not this morning, this was, I guess, a couple days ago now. And I was like, damn. I'm so pale. I miss when I was in Hawaii and I was like traveling all these places and I was so tan and I had like all these friends from around the world and like it was just so much easier for me to, I don't know, get content, get pictures and just like myself. But then, honestly, this is a whole story for another day. Like even then, I didn't really like myself that much. But looking back, I'm like, oh, that Lexi was so much better than what you are now. Like you gained weight, you have pimples all over your face, you're pale, you just don't look as good, like your life is not as cool, everything is kind of failing. And I really had to sit there and look at myself and be like, dude, is that necessary? Is all of that really necessary? And I think it all just kind of hit me like a truck because subconsciously, I've just been having this struggle for a really long time, it feels like. I... I've told you guys before that I became a certified yoga teacher when I was 13. So when that happened, at the time I felt pretty freaking cool. Like I was in the Sun Sentinel, I was in a bunch of news articles, I was this 13 year old girl who was the youngest yoga teacher on the whole east coast of the country. Like, and I was the second youngest in the country in general. So it was a really big deal to me, it was a really big deal to like my parents, my parents' friends. and. I don't know, I was known to achieve things from such a young age. And I think that this can be the same effect as someone who like does really good in school when they're younger and then struggles with it when they're older. Like similar thing happened to me with that too. But it was just, I got this sense of achievement. Uh, What's the, I got the feeling that I achieved something so young at 13, like 13, I was in middle school. I was in eighth grade. And what I'm trying to say is after that point, it's what I constantly chased. It was like that success, that achievement, I, I don't wanna say it filled a void because I don't think that's what it was. Like it was my passion project. It just, I don't know, was awarded and recognized, but I kept chasing that feeling. I kept thinking that the only way I was going to make other people happy and make myself happy was if I just kept doing things like that. Like after I became a yoga teacher, Um, that all kind of faded out just because I wasn't teaching as much. And at that point I was older. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do beauty pageants because my grandma and I had always talked about it when I was younger and yada, yada, yada. Listen to the first episode if you want the whole story on that. Cause I kind of tell my whole life story in that episode, which will make all of this make a little bit more sense. But I did my first ever beauty pageant and I won. That was like the last thing that I expected. I was competing against these other two girls who had done pageants basically their whole life. And I was just kind of doing it for fun, but the whole like, did the interview, did all these things and won. And I was like, holy crap. So I spent that whole year preparing for the statewide pageant and I, okay, I had to pause the episode because um, Beans was messing with my camera. Anyways, we're back. Where was I? I think I was saying, yeah, I spent the whole year doing community service and preparing for the statewide pageant. And again, I was in articles. I was interviewed in my city. I was Miss Booker Tone Teen USA and... I don't know. I just kept doing things that had this like recognition. And again, it wasn't on purpose. It wasn't because I wanted some kind of recognition. It was just what I began to chase when I got a taste of it when I was so young. I was 
cheer captain in middle school and then in high school I like did everything that I could to be involved in school and I was in leadership and I was in ROTC and I was always just doing things and and chasing this achievement and I didn't understand why at the time but I'm starting to have this realization now because I'm still doing it I'm constantly competing against myself because when I became a yoga teacher at 13 if I didn't do something to one-up that I would have felt like the rest of my life was a failure and obviously that's not the case but sometimes we can't control the way that our brain morphs things and thinks about things and just like drills them into your mind so of course all of that went on and then I went to college and I wanted to work four jobs because one job wasn't enough because who was I trying to compete against myself Um, so I worked and I did school and I nannied and I did everything that I could and I ended up finding myself in a deep dark depression so then I came home and then I started TikTok and now well, then quarantine happened and I blew up on TikTok and then I was in news articles for that. And I just, again, kept chasing this like competition with myself to look better, to be better, to do more, to reach more people. And it's never been with bad intentions. And I think that we all are competing against, competing, I'm glitching, competing against ourselves. And it's not even something that we really recognize. Um, the only reason I recognized it is because I'm facing this point in my life where it's weird for me to see, like, I want to do a whole episode talking just about social media and like my perspective on things and like the way that I feel about it and see it. And it's just so tough because it's my job. Um, so I'm not one to pay attention to like number of followers or number of views or who I'm mutuals with or who I'm hanging out with or how much money I'm making. Those things aren't why I do social media, but over the past couple years, it has become my full-time job. That and this podcast and just a, a collective, a collection of a bunch of other little things. But my job is social media. You know I hate the word, but I am an influencer. So I am forced to pay attention to things like how many followers I have, what my views are, what my engagement looks like, because it's reflected in what I'm paid by brands and how many brand deals I get. And... It, it can be it can be not overwhelming is totally the wrong word I'm looking for here, but it can just be frustrating sometimes to see, I guess you could say like, quote unquote, the algorithm not pushing my videos as much and just just like noticing that I'm not on a growth rate like I was before and seeing it happen for a bunch of other people. It's just frustrating for my own mind because I don't want to be affected by any of that. Like it, it really genuinely in my heart does not matter to me. I do what I do because I want to be able to reach one person. And if I can reach one person, that is enough for me. But since it's my job and it has been like conditioned in my mind that I need to pay attention to these things and I am forced to notice when I'm not doing as well online, it's me again competing with myself. I look at myself and I'm like, okay, so one, you're posting shitty content. Two, you're too lazy to make good content. Three, you're not doing cool enough things. Four, you don't know what you're talking about. Five, you're just this failure and no one cares about you. And I'm like, dude, I don't need to be so dramatic with myself in my head. I really, really, really don't. And I read you guys that poem last time I did an episode, the girl in the mirror one. I want to like make a cool TikTok to that. But anyways, here I go again. I'm like, I want to start pushing all this content, but I've just kind of been on this break. Like I don't even know what to say. It's not that I haven't had a passion for it. I'm always taking content that lives on my phone and my camera. I just haven't been 
posting the way that I want to. And that's really not something that I need to get into. That's not the point of this podcast episode. But I guess it's still fitting and I guess I can still share it because it's part of why I feel what I'm feeling. I have just been facing this... What's the word I'm looking for again? I'm in this chapter of my life where social media isn't everything to me. And for the past two years, it has been. Ban. What? It has been. So I'm really working on being okay with the fact that I'm not on this constant growth cycle, that my videos aren't reaching as many people, that I am prioritizing different things in my life. There's so much that I want to do. And I believe that life is so short and you should do everything that you want to do. It's just a huge adjustment for me because I've been consumed by this little app for the past three years of my life. Everything that I've ever done has been documented, shared, posted. And when it's not, I'm I'm feeling like I'm not doing my job. And again, it's so hard to balance like the work life and the life life part of social media, but not what we're getting into. We're keeping it short. We're keeping it sweet. I could talk about the things that go on in my brain all day long. And if you want me to, I will. I will do a Moments About Social Media episode. But really, what I want this episode to just remind you of is that you don't need to be in a competition with yourself. I was talking to my therapist about this. And I'm sure that I've touched on this in every other episode before because I'm the biggest advocate for being your own best friend and always supporting yourself through every stage of your life and being compassionate with yourself even when you don't love the way that you look and faking it till you make it and saying your affirmations in the mirror. Like I will preach those things all day long and sometimes, yeah, I'm really good at listening to them and I am really kind to myself. Those moments are short. I spend a lot more time and this is, I guess this is like real and raw. I don't know. I've also been just having like this crisis. I, I, I'm questioning my identity. I'm questioning my capability. I'm questioning like what I'm even doing. And that is the worst feeling. And that is just kind of what ties this all together. I don't want to feel like that anymore. Just because I don't feel like I'm incredible at something, it doesn't mean I need to feel upset about it, if that makes any sense. I will also always say like, you don't have to be good at everything. You just have to give everything your best effort and, and that's good enough. Um, but yeah. Sometimes I will not be my own best friend. I will not cheer myself on. I don't root for myself. I will look at myself and say that I'm going nowhere in life if I keep this up. And if I don't start doing this, doing that, it's never going to work out for me. And one, I don't need to think about that because I am here. I am in the now. The future is not what needs to be at the top of my mind. Because if we all spend our time thinking about the future, the moment we have now is gone. And then we get to the future And we wish that we had appreciated the moment that is now. And I'm telling you from personal experience, there is nothing worse than that. There are so many times in my life, and this is a whole other thing that I've been having this epiphany about. So many times in my life that were really, really, really high moments of my life. I mean, I take living in Hawaii, for example, any of the times that I was there. Usually I was not like in my best mental state while I was there. So I was constantly thinking about the future and when I was going to feel better and when this was going to pass. But now I look back on that and I'm like, wow, maybe you could have appreciated that a little bit more instead of thinking about when it was going to be done with, you know, and we're obviously all human. Like we can't control what we're going to feel when we're going to feel it, but just take it as a reminder. And and next time you find yourself trying to change what's going to happen in the future or just thinking about the future future in general, just remind yourself that this is now 
and and life is short and it is going to be over with in the blink of an eye and we should just be okay with where we're at. We all know how much taking a small action can make a big difference in your life or somebody else's life, whether that's smiling at a stranger, waking up 30 minutes earlier, practicing a new skill for a few days. Small actions go a long way. And the small action I've added to my life lately is taking Seeds DS-01 Daily Symbiotic. It helps maintain a healthy gut and healthy digestion. I genuinely feel things moving through my body easier and I feel better overall taking it. It doesn't only just help your digestion and your gut, it also helps your heart health and your skin. And you just take two little capsules a day. It's also very awesome for me to know that it's backed by science and lots of it. When it was developed in collaboration with Seed Scientific Board and based on their foundational work in probiotics and the microbiome. It's a product that you know you can trust. And also, our gut is a central hub for various pathways through the body, and a healthy gut microbiome means benefits for all of the things like digestion, skin health, heart health, and your immune system. Overall, it is a great thing that you should take. So trust your gut with Seed's DS-01 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com moments and use code 25moments to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DS-01 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com moments. Code 25 moments. You're going to absolutely love it. It's been my favorite thing to take. Hear me out. The moms in our life deserve a spa day every single day. My mom is my rock star. She's the best ever and she prioritizes everybody but herself. I'm amazed at how much she can accomplish in one day. But something super cool is that this Mother's Day, you can make every day a spa day for all of the moms in your life with Osea's Mega Moisture Duo. And let me just tell you right now, I use this duo every day. My skin has never felt softer and smoother and more amazing. But what it is, is a value pack of two luxurious body care moisturizers. It's the Undaria Allergy Body Oil and the Undaria Collagen Body Lotion. And they both have the most incredible citrusy scent. And right now you can get an additional 10% off your first order with code MOMENTS at oseamalibu.com. And listen, body care is self-care. So give your mom a chance to love herself and give herself the love that she deserves. Treat your mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves with clean vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOMENTS at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to oseamalibu.com and use code MOMENTS for 10% off. Again, back to being your own teammate, being your own best friend, Life is going to move a lot smoother, and I think that we're going to struggle a lot less with our mental health, all of us, if we can choose to cheer ourselves on. I had to pause again because Beans messed with the computer again. I mean the camera. Um, So I have no idea what I just said, but being your own best friend is going to change your life for so many reasons, especially if you're someone whose love language is words of affirmation, which is mine. When I am rooting for myself, I... I just do so much more and I feel so passionate about this because it's so real. I will find myself at the lowest states where I'm oversleeping. I'm finding it hard to get anything done. I can't focus. I hate everything about myself. I don't know why I'm getting emotional. I must be about to get my period, but like I could cry just thinking about it and I'll be evil to myself. And that cycle continues. Beans. No. Sorry guys. I'm so sorry. I love having a cat, but this cat is going to drive me insane, I think. Okay, we're just going to play does it knock over the camera. Um, where was I? Dang it. I will constantly repeat the cycle 
of self-hatred. And I will also constantly start feeling worse and worse and worse when I do this. And something will happen, whether I read something or I watch a video or I have just like an epiphany that I've been evil to myself and I try to turn it around. I start praising myself for the little things that I have done and I give myself credit for the little things, even if they're not a big deal to anyone else. Like sometimes for me, it's hard to go switch my laundry over if I'm already in bed or remember to empty the dishwasher or wipe down my countertops or put things away. Like it can be really hard for me to do that. And I don't even need to explain why, like obviously, I don't know, mental stuff, like different things are hard for different people. And a lot of times I'll do those things and I'll be kind to myself. Like, you know what, Lexi, I am so proud of you for getting that done. Like I know that that wasn't easy and I know that it took a lot out of you. And then little, little, I don't even know what to call her. Whoever comes out of the back of my mind, the subconscious, she'll be like, okay, well, literally that's easy for everyone else except you. And then I'm just mad at myself again. I'm like, you know what? You're right. Like, this is stupid. This shouldn't be hard for me. And then we go into battle. And then the other girl, the one who's actually nice to me, she's like, no, but, but it's okay. Because you know what? Like it was hard for you and you did it. So I'm proud of you. You get the point. Okay. That's what it takes to change things. You have to train your mind to be kind to your mind. If you have been mean to yourself and against yourself and rooting on the opposite team as yourself for months, years, forever, it's going to be really hard to train yourself to be kind to yourself. You get what I'm saying? It's not easy. Like if you've never run a marathon, you can't wake up one day and expect to be able to do it. So one step at a time, just start giving yourself the credit where you deserve it, which is everywhere. It is not an easy world to exist in right now or to live in. There are so many things going on and it is, it is tough out there. So please just be, be kind to you. Today, I'm just going to like throw this in here because it was a really valuable lesson for me. I have told you many times before that I'm trying to volunteer more and get myself involved in more places um, just because I, I've been feeling this lack of purpose and uh, this all just kind of all ties together. So I started volunteering at the animal shelter. I don't even know if I did an episode on this. I am like confused by days, times, like the holiday season is so crazy, crazy. But I started volunteering at the animal shelter and I went there this morning and I walked the dogs and I felt so good and I felt so happy. And then I went to um, my mom's, one of her best friends from high school is a seventh grade teacher. And she's, I've been wanting to go into her classroom just to, I love kids. When I was younger, before I knew I'd be doing social media, I wanted to be a teacher or a therapist or work in social works. Um, Part of the reason I can't do that is because I am such an empath. I just feel such strong emotions for other people that sometimes it's, it's crippling and I experienced a little dosage of that today in the seventh grade class. I was just hanging out. We were doing an arts and crafts day because it was the last day before winter break and there's this one kid in second hour and I'm gonna really try not to cry. I don't think I'm gonna cry but I I saw him and he was sitting on his computer and he had his beats on and Annie um, had filled me in just a little bit about like the kid and how he gets really stressed out about his schoolwork and just like a few things that he's just like anxious about uh, school, I guess. And it's crazy to me because he's 13. In seventh grade, you're so young. And I don't know if any of you guys are that young listening to this right now, 13, 14. Take a deep breath, okay? If you are beating yourself up so much about school, take a deep breath, okay? It's gonna, any age, honestly, it's all gonna work out. Um, Don't kill yourself over it. Like just take it one step at a time. 
besides the point, I, I just feel very passionately about this. This is the cat. I kicked him out of the room, so we're, we're good now. But I see him there, and he won't make an arts and craft because he's stressed about all of his classes, and he's checking all of his grades over and over and over again. And I ask what his grades are like, and he has good grades. He's got straight A's. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go make a craft with him. So I sit down with him. I was like, hey, do you want to make a craft? And, of course, he's not really super talkative to me at first. I'm this random girl who's volunteering, whatever. Um, but I end up getting to know him. And I ask him, like, what does he love to do? Like, what are his hobbies? And he's so intelligent. This kid is so smart, and he's he's showing me these sketches that he does. He's like, I really like architecture, and I like art, and I do this thing at the Boca Art Museum, and I literally, like, I just felt so strongly because he just struggled with certain things, and, and obviously I'm not going to get into all of his personal things that he was telling me, but I was like, you're so young. You don't need to be feeling these things. You don't need to be anxious. That's not what we're put on this earth to do, to feel all of this pain and heaviness. He's 13. Like, 13 is so young. Um, and I, I'm pretty sure that's, like, when I was 13 is when I felt the worst depression and anxiety in my whole life. And I, I couldn't even go to school. We've discussed that before. But it was hard to see people at that same age that I was, like, struggling because I'm like, you're so young and you have so much life ahead of you and I promise it gets better. And I just get emotional because... I don't know. I worry about these kids. Um, I didn't even have social media the way that we have it now. And it's so much worse now. Like, it's so toxic on on all of these apps. And honestly, this is, like, so hypocritical of me to say as someone who makes TikToks. And, like, it, it is, like, my whole job to make TikToks. Try to not scroll on the app. Okay? Pick a few people that you like to follow. Like, right now, I literally can't miss one of Victoria Paris's videos. I can't miss one of Tim's videos. I don't know if you guys know who that is. And there's, like, a few other creators that I love to see what they're up to. But other than that, I won't scroll. Like, I will literally just check their pages um, or scroll past anything that's not them. And I've been trying to make that a goal of mine because my screen time has been so high. But anyways, I want you to try to take some time off of TikTok. Take some time off of Instagram. I have noticed that when I'm filling my days with things that aren't social media, I compare a lot less. And I also compete with myself a lot less because another reason that I compete with myself is because I'm seeing what all these other people are doing. And it's like, when I say it out loud, it almost seems like, oh, so you're just competing with them. Like you want to be better than them. Like, no, it's really not that at all. I, I don't have this desire to be better than anyone or to do more than anyone. It's just that I feel like I'm failing if I am not doing the most. And that's because I'm constantly seeing what other people are doing. And I told you guys about this a million times too. Actually, you should go watch the TikTok because I don't explain it as well. I TED Talk as well as the TED Talk does. But it's called the paradox of choice. When we have so many options, we can't decide anything. It makes it like crippling to make a decision. Like you go into an ice cream shop with 200 flavors. It's a lot harder to make your decision than if you go into an ice cream shop with six flavors. It's hard enough for me to pick an ice cream flavor with six flavors, you know? So, I didn't even really finish my story. So, I spend the whole entire class talking to only this kid. I'm, I'm so inspired by him, but I'm also so broken at the fact that he's hurting. And just kind of hearing him talk a little bit, too, about what his like family life is like and how his mom keeps him stressed out about all of his grades, it, it breaks my heart. Um, I don't know what anyone else's family life looks like. I am so blessed and grateful to have my parents. And, and don't get me wrong, there were times in school where... I did not have good relationships with them. Times in my life where we argued all the time and there's still times now when I don't get along super great with my parents. But if you are someone who's struggling with like 
anything family related, I just want to tell you that I'm here for you and I care about you and I love you. And I also want you to know that your parents, yes, they are your parents. And I always believe that you should listen to them and respect them, but also know that you are your own person and you deserve to be doing what you love and spending the time doing the things that you are passionate about. And don't need to dive all the way into this. It was just a really emotional moment for me. Like the whole day today, I just kind of was sitting there and I was like, wow, this is what I'm passionate about is being able to reach people, not even people, kids like this age, because it is such an impressionable time in our life. And it was so crazy to see just the kids who were doing something to impress a girl or the kids who wouldn't sit with like the other popular it was just really cool to observe and i i want to go back every week and start like taking notes and doing a study on it i don't know what to how to explain it but it's just fascinating to see and i also know that most of you guys listening are older so if you have someone younger in your life who's like maybe 9 10 11 12 be a good role model for them. Um, inspire them to do the things that they love, to spend less time on social media, to get outside, to chase their dreams, chase their passions, and just become the person that they want to be. Um, not paying attention to what anyone else has to say about them or what anyone else does or says. And it was also really crazy for me to be in a seventh grade classroom or just a middle school in general and remember what bullies are like and remember what the mean kids are like. It was like, I felt it in my soul when some popular kid would say something nasty to a less popular kid. I don't know. It just, it was sad. Okay. It was a crazy world out there. I was like, I give so much, what's the word here? I just give a lot of props to anyone who can teach middle school and I also love teaching. Like, I think that that's another realization I had today. Like, I just really, really, really have always been so grateful for my teachers. And I think that all of us should appreciate our teachers because they are the people that make us who we are today. Whether we realize it or not, we have had teachers impact us since we were, when do we go to kindergarten, pre-K, like four and five years old. And we've had like seven teachers a year up until you graduate high school or you graduate college. I don't know. Another full circle realization, but literally the point of this episode is not about that at all. Just thought I'd share that with you. The point of this episode is again to remind you, you need to be there for you. You need to support yourself in all of your endeavors because there are going to be people in your life who don't. Take for example, that kid's mom, not so supportive. Other people's dad, not so supportive. Other people's siblings, not so supportive. Friends, not supportive. I've felt it, I've been there. I got roasted for wanting to do this whole social media thing Time and time again, I got roasted for wanting to become a yoga teacher, but I stood by my side. I believed in me and I made it happen. And I think that I've been in this funk in my life because I haven't been believing in me. I've been doing all these things and I'm like, okay, well, you're not going to be able to do anything with this. You're wasting your time. You're wasting your life. You are a failure and what you're doing is stupid. Of course, I'm not going to be inspired to do what I love when that's the way that I'm talking to myself. And yeah. That's just what I want you to know. I want you to understand that there are going to be different times in your life where stillness and slowness and patience and all of those things are going to be what you're going to prioritize in your life. Okay, you don't constantly need to be chasing this achievement, this success, this perfect look, this certain fitness, this perfect tan, this 
certain skin, a certain body, certain style, certain boy. Like you don't have to be constantly chasing something. You're allowed to just be patient with where you are, okay? It's not a race. Life is not just this big circle where it's not a hamster wheel and it shouldn't be a hamster wheel, okay? Sometimes you should just be able to stand still and smell the flowers and soak up the sunshine and go get drunk with your friends and not prioritize making money or building like relationships and making connections. Like, yes, that's important, okay? But we're gonna get to that in our life. And, and if we constantly are trying to get to that in our life, we're going to burn out a lot faster than we realize. And we are so young. We do not need to be burnt out right now. None of us should be feeling all of this weight at this point in our life. And I know for a fact that I am not the only one who feels this weight um, and has this girl in the back of her head who's just saying, do this, do that, do this, do that. Oh, just be proud of yourself for right where you are and understand that life is a wave. Um, some years are going to be greater than others. Sometimes you're going to feel more confident than others. And I've shared this time and time again, and will continue to do it. You're right where you're supposed to be. And this path is carved out just for you. And especially want you to remember this going into the holidays, going back to your hometown. I don't, I know a lot of people who listen are coming like college students. If you're home for break, just breathe. When I'm seeing all my high school people um I have a really hard time with accepting where I'm at because a lot of my friends I went to high school with are getting these jobs like I've told you before I have a friend who's going to be an ER trauma nurse or something crazy and successful and I'm like okay and I'm doing what (laughs) posting on Instagram posting on TikTok talking to a microphone um and when I talk to myself like that again obviously I don't feel good but when I talk to myself and I remind myself that I am capturing art through my phone, through my cameras. I'm capturing my passion for photography and travel and I'm sharing it with the world and I'm experiencing culture and I'm meeting people from everywhere and I am spending time living my life and I am taking everything that I learn in this lifetime and from other people and I'm sharing it with other people. When I look at it that way, I'm a lot more proud of where I'm at and what I'm doing. And I'm sure a lot of you deserve to talk to yourself kinder too because I know a lot of us talk to ourselves the way that I first did but yeah just just don't compare yourself don't compare yourself to your friends to yourself just understand that you are successful and that it is okay to just be where you are right now no matter how the world makes you feel about it Quick intermission. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. We all hold way too much heaviness on our shoulders, on our chest. We keep things in our mind that we need to release. And sometimes it feels like there's nobody in our life that we can release our feelings to. And that's why I am the world's number one advocate for therapy. I love going to therapy. It's honestly been too long since I've been but we're constantly carrying around so many big stresses and we keep it bottled up and it can affect us and the people around us so negatively. So I believe that going to therapy isn't only something that's good for you, but also good for the people around you. If you're thinking of starting therapy, I want you to try BetterHelp. It is designed for you. It is designed online. You can connect with a therapist through a chat, through a video call, through a phone call. You can change therapists at no cost. It is made to be easy and affordable for you. 
It's entirely online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and you'll get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time with no additional charge, like I said. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash moments today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash moments. A little intermission. I get ecstatic to read you guys this ad because Thrive Cosmetics has been my go-to mascara and makeup for years now. So getting to be able to tell you about them is truly a dream come true. One thing that I absolutely love about Thrive is that they have clean, skin-loving ingredients and their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. You guys know if you follow me anywhere, but just listening to the podcast, makeup isn't my strongest suit, but I do love to play around with it and Thrive makes it so simple. And another thing that amazes me about Thrive is that for every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products to fund and help communities thrive, which is so beautiful. And they also have an infinity waterproof eyebrow liner, which is so cool. You can get your eyebrows looking exactly how you need them to and then go jump in the pool. But my most favorite, other than their mascara, which is my top tier Thrive Cosmetics product, it's like a liquid lash extensions mascara. It's tubing. It is, I wear it in the water. It doesn't make me look like a raccoon or a panda. It is incredible. But they also have this brilliant eye brightener that you can use as highlighter. You can use it in your inner corner. I have always used it as my inner corner and it is the best. So refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com moments. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U, S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash moments for 10% off your first order. I also want to wish you like a super Merry Christmas and just tell you that I love you. I have really, really, really big dreams and goals for this podcast. And I know I tell you this all the freaking time, but the past couple months of recording have been hard for me just because this episode, not so much. I've been feeling pretty flowy and, and talkative, but because of this whole self-doubt thing that I've been facing, I literally have forgotten how my brain works and how to speak. And it's been causing me this huge crisis, but we're slowly stepping out of it. And, and I've been, you know, doing more things that I want to be doing, which just makes me more talkative, if that makes sense. I don't know. When I'm prioritizing things in my life that I don't want to be doing, obviously I have less things to talk about because I'm not as happy and I don't have as much to share. But on the sharing note, I also just went to New York City and it was so much fun. I told you guys before that last time I was in New York City, it's not that it was a bad trip. It was just like an emotional family trip. And I really got redemption this time. I was with all my friends and we made like really, really good memories. And I got to see a bunch of my friends that I haven't seen in forever. So that was great. But I'm super grateful for that experience. And I don't know, I just wanted to share that with you. New York City in the Christmas time is worth it to do once in your life. I wouldn't say you have to do it over and over again because the city can be a little bit gross and smelly, but it's a once in a lifetime thing if you're not anywhere near New York City and you want to know where to go for the holidays. No need for me to share all that with you. I'm so grateful for you. And next week's episode, we're actually taking off uh, the 26th, that Monday. All my episodes got all kinds of messed up. Again, life was happening faster than I could keep up with, but we're back on track. And 2023, is going to be a huge year for me and for you, and great things are happening. But I just also want you to know the episode that comes out, I believe it's on the, I don't know if it's the 31st or the 1st. I'm going to do an episode on all my New Year's resolutions. So if you want to DM me some of your favorite New Year's resolutions, I'd love to include them. I also need some inspiration for mine because I've started this list, but... 
my brain goes blank whenever I add to it. So please share with me. Um, and also there's a few moments collection pieces left. If you want to get them going into the new year, this is the last chance that you actually can get them and you can still use code cyber 15 for 15% off. Um, I sound like I'm giving an ad on it right now, but I genuinely just love the pieces and so much goes into designing them. And I want to use all the money that I make from the moments collections to either film my documentary one day or buy a moment studio somehow or start an Airbnb property or my number one goal is to start a nonprofit. Um, actually, I need to add this to my 2023 goals list. So anything you buy, it's all going towards a good cause. It's going towards this podcast or towards a documentary that is going to be really, really epic one day. But now I'm rambling. This episode was longer than I planned. I thought it was going to be like a 15 minute episode, but I'm grateful for you guys. And I, I feel I feel, I feel good and I want you to feel good too. So the first step in feeling good is just being kind to you because when you're nice to you, you'll notice that you're happier, that you're more motivated, that you enjoy your life more, that you have more grace towards yourself. And please, if you're going to take anything away from this episode, just don't be evil to yourself because you don't deserve it. No one deserves it. And you'll also notice, last thing I'm going to say, when you're kinder to you, you're kinder to the people around you. And that is 100% a fact. So I love you. Thank you for listening. I will not talk to you Monday, but I will talk to you the Monday after that. You guys are the best. Don't forget to follow the Instagram and follow my Instagram, TikTok. You know, you know the drill. I love you. I, I don't know what I would do without you guys.